Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. going on i am scoots bronson and i am s foster and this is viewers anonymous man how we feeling man man feeling good feeling great man you know what i'm saying excited about this pod um you know what i'm saying to this episode is very special you know what I'm saying? we're doing a double feature um for those who have been catching on man we've been doing a lot of um movie theater innuendos you know what i'm saying trying to keep the theme of the podcast right you know what i'm saying we do we changed up the uh, the the hype to the trailer, you know what I'm saying. So this episode we're doing the double feature. We're talking about two movies um, that kind of that's kind of similar. They got a little bit of something to do with each other, not necessarily in the uh, plots, but they connected in, in some weird way. So you know what I'm saying. I think this episode is gonna be super dope, man. How you holding up? Hey man, I got I got some uh, some unexpected inspiration, man. I uh... When I was going, I went up. Um, when I went to work Monday, and mm-hmm. I did the strolling, man, and and then my nephew hit me, and he was like, "Yo, look at this!" And my man Cuddy finally coming out with that man on the moon three, boy. Like, oh yeah, I seen you post that earlier. Yo, boy, Friday can't get here soon enough, but I <laughs> man, I've been waiting. You know, you know, Cuddy's my yeah. guy, man. Yeah. Man, I am definitely looking forward to that, man. So that's been that that was some good news to start the week, man. So you know, he, you know what the way the way you feel about Cuddy, bro, that's the way I feel about Wale. Like, I don't feel like Wale can do no wrong. Anytime this nigga makes a project, anytime this nigga make a single, anything, like bro, I, I instantly get to it. So I know exactly how you feel. Oh yeah, man. So so that was that was that was that was a nice way, man. Cause like I told you earlier, man, before we started recording, but Monday was Monday was a bad work day, man. But but when yeah. I seen that, when I seen that, they put a, they put a smile on my face, man. Cause I mean, cause you know he's he's one of those artists, man. He's like you just really gotta be you gotta be open. If you ain't open, mm-hmm. you ain't gonna get it. You ain't gonna understand it. Mm-hmm. You gonna think he crazy and all of that type shit. But like. If your and you said the key word. You said artist. Don't forget that. You said artist. Yeah. You ain't say rapper. You ain't say singer. Artist. That's exactly what he is. He, you know what I'm saying? He's a true creative, man. Like, you, we don't get a lot of those in the industry. You know what I'm saying? And we don't get a lot of those in our lifetime either. So, I mean, he come from a he come from that, that tree, though. You know, him, uh, Kanye, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I'm saying? Dame Dash, all them, man. They all creators. So, you know, for him to continue that, you know what I'm saying, legacy, even though it's not, you know what I'm saying, in the same vein, but from him for him to be fruit from that tree is yeah, that's that's what's up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like like I always tell you, man, like when it when it comes to Cuddy, man, like Cuddy got me through like a lot of a lot of dark days, man. Like his mm-hmm. music is so different. And then what I what I love about him is the fact of he didn't catch on no waves. He didn't do anything anybody else was doing. He knew, yeah. I'm pretty sure he knew, like, this is going to have a certain type of fan base. Like, everybody's mm-hmm. not going to fuck with me. 
but I'm going to stay true to myself and put out the type of music that I want to put on. And the one thing about him, as soon as a Cuddy track come on, you know it's a Cuddy track. It don't sound like mm-hmm. nothing else nobody doing. And I use this example all the time that we'll jump in the podcast. You remember that um that good music album that came out. Um what they call the album. You talking about the one with um the one with click on it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Cuddy was on that album two times. One time yeah. all he had was a little, you know, he just said a little phrase. That's all it really was. But then he has another one where it was the song where he by himself. Mm-hmm. It's called Creepers. That was the one song that stood out. It didn't sound like nothing else on that album. Like it yeah. completely sounded different from the jump. And that's cutting. So anyway, I got a little spill there. Oh, I, I was just, you, I was before just, we move on, before we move on, never forget that Kid Cuddy was also a need for speed to move. Oh, yeah. Man, flying helicopter. This motherfucker was still, still <laughs> he could steal anything. Yeah. He stole everything, dude. Yeah. Like, Never forget. But I, w- I would say, though, Cuddy, though, man, in this acting game, like, people don't realize he is a really, really good actor. I, I love the video he did. And a lot of people sleep on it because the song is different. He did a song for the, um, for the new Fright Night movie. Well, uh-huh. the newer version. Because, uh, uh-huh. you know, it was, it was a remake. Damn. So he did the remake. Well, he he did a song for the remake, Fright, yeah. Fright Night. And a song called Nobody Believes Me, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs. But he did a video for Nobody Believes Me. And he's acting in the video. Like he's like he's like the killer in the video. Yeah, because Fright the new Fright Night was uh that's the one with Colin Farrell, ain't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Man. Yeah, man. He, but he's he's a he's a good actor, man. He's he's Oh yeah, he listen. He's a talented dude. Man. A decent part in that Need for Speed movie. He's a damn good actor. That Need for oh, Speed yeah. movie was trash. <laughs> it was. That movie was he bad. Did, man. He did a great job though. He did a great. Oh job, yeah, though. he did. A, he did a good job, man. So I'm I'm proud of that dude, man. Can't wait for this to come out. But yo, but like you said, man, this is a special episode, man. This is our first double feature. Yep. Um, these movies, like you said, they they're similar to each other. And um, so we're going to get into the first one, man. And like it's, you know, now that I watched, I haven't watched it in, in a couple of years, probably mm-hmm. like two years. And I, and I watched it and I was like, I don't know if that the humor that I've been watching lately has been like a little different. Yeah. But like, I felt like I didn't laugh as much as I used to. You know what I'm okay. saying? But the movie that we're talking about, we're doing, we're talking about Knocked Up right now. Um, yes, sir. Starring Seth Rogen, uh, Catherine Heigl, Paul Rudd, Leslie Mann, Jason Siegel, Jonah Hill. Like, and then the wild oh, thing no, is, don't stop. Know. Don't stop. It's a, it's a hell of a list. You got Kristen Wiig, Bill Kristen Hader, Wiig. Ken Jones, Craig Robinson. Uh, Adam Scott, Mo Collins. Shout out to Mo Collins. She used to be on Mad TV. Um, that was my first time seeing her since Mad TV. But uh, BJ Novak from The Office. Um, who else is in here? Man, the, they the some... Judd, Judd Apatow kids are in this movie. Yup, yup. Judd Apatow's kids in here. They had Stormy Daniels in here. 
They had Nautica Thorne in here. Um, who else was in here? Jessica Alba made an appearance. Steve Carell made an appearance. Andy Dick made an appearance. Uh, James Franco was in here. Um, I'm trying to think who else was in here. I think that maybe oh, Eva Mendez was in here. Ryan Seacrest, yeah, but Dax Shepard, like they made that was, like that was appearances. Just, yeah, that 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 was just like because yeah. oh girl, uh, Allison worked at E, so like yep. a lot of those people would just like guest appearances, like she because she was covering the red carpet type of shit. We, and yeah, so I, just to have that, but just to have those people, you know what I'm saying, be able to even, you know what I'm saying, like even show up is, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like for a Judd Apatow movie is pretty good. I wonder, was it a situation where it was kind of like, I wonder, was there in the real event going on? You think and the then they were just like, yeah, and they were just like, yo, like Judd Apatow, <laughs> like, hey, I'm doing a movie over here. And so could y'all just come over here real quick? You know, Captain Heigl, she's playing Alice and Scott. You know what I'm saying? Just You know what I think they did? Because I've seen this happen one time. This is, I, I forgot what. I, I, I want to say it was maybe like Borat or something like that. But I've I seen this one time. So basically what happened was they would take um, they would take the actor, right? And he'd be on the red carpet as the character. People know who he is, though. But yeah. he's on the red carpet at a, at a real event, on the red carpet as a character. And they're using that film. I mean, they're using that to record film, basically. And they're telling people as they're walking up, like, hey, can you come do this spot real quick for this movie? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are coming up and, you know what I'm saying, like, doing it. So I wonder if they had, like, Captain Heigl on the red carpet at an actual event that was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? We're making this movie. Could you come over real quick? I'm sure James Franco would have did it because that's his crew. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like with Eva Mendez and, and Andy Dick and Dax and all them. Like, I wonder if they, you know what I'm saying, like did it that way. Yeah, but but James Franco was different because he was in the Eve place. Him and um what's your boy name? Carson Daly. Not Carson yeah. Daly. Um damn, dude to work every fucking where. What's his name? Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Cause you know, uh, Ron Seacrest had a you know a part where he was talking about Jessica Simpson, and yeah. uh, and Allison was telling him all the fucking questions that he can't ask. And yeah. this motherfucker like, what the fuck I'm gonna ask her then? Like he was mad as fuck. He was like, I can't even ask her no fucking questions. Yeah, that shit was hilarious, dude. But like, but the whole synopsis of the whole thing is like basically all it is is like in a nutshell is, you know. Ben and his friends, Jay, Jonah, Jason, all these type dudes, like they are just these stoner dudes who don't really want to work. And so they think that they're going to create this website where this, <laughs> this is the dumbest website I ever heard of. <laughs> they they want to just give you like movies and they tell you when nudity is going to come, basically. It's like when you finally go see some titties or bush. And it's like, so that's that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, we're going to create this site and we're going to make money. And so, and mm-hmm. other than that, all they do is watch movies and get hot. And Allison, she works at E. And so, she is celebrating a uh, promotion, which will, that, that was the funniest fucking promotion i ever seen. The way yeah. that they put Christian Wig was fucking weird on this movie, dude. Yeah. And uh, so, she's, her and her sister is out celebrating and 
her and Ben found each other. They smash, which is supposed to be the one night stand. She gets pregnant. And so she hit him up to try to see if they could work out the situation. Whole bunch of shit happened in the middle. But at the end of the day, really, the movie is just about really a one night stand that they was going to try to see if they could form it into a relationship. But it ended up turning into a pregnancy. Like, do that. <laughs> man, whatever that, man, this shit, like, it has, like, when I told you I didn't laugh as much as I did, because it was like, I think I found a lot more shit funny, but like, there's some scenes that are just like the funniest fucking shit ever. It's like, mm-hmm. I used to laugh at some of the smaller shit, but it's like, yeah. There's still some shit in this movie where it's just flat out hilarious. And like mm-hmm. you just cannot stop laughing. Like, like one of the parts, like, dude, fuck that. I'm getting people in it right off the jump. The man you talked about this. Yeah. We talked about this. So there's a time where Debbie thinks Pete is cheating on her. Man, so, you're talking about the funniest fucking scene yeah. in a movie. From the the whole, not even not even just that moment, the whole sequence leading up to all of this shit, and the funny shit was them getting Ben involved in this shit. Like Ben is totally against this shit. He don't want nothing to do with none nothing. Of this shit. Hey, that shit was crazy, bro. That shit was so crazy because, like, so so uh, Allison and Debbie's talking, and Debbie's like, "I think he's cheating on me," and then so. She uh ended up leaving work. Well, she's at work and she called Ben and she's like, Ben, what you doing? Yeah. You're like, are you doing that much? And he's like, Hey, uh, I need you to come with me over to uh over to Debbie's house. Uh she think Pete's cheating on. He was like, He's not cheating on her. And then she's <laughs> like, Well, how do you know? How can you be so sure? He was like, Oh man, because Pete's a cool guy, he's just not cheating on her. And then yeah. and, he, and then all of a sudden he switched up. And he was like, he was like, well, Pete's awesome and Debbie's kind of an asshole. And he was like, well, it kind of makes sense that she is cheating on So she's like, all right, well, just come with us and we're going to see, you know, Debbie seeing his emails and all this type of shit. He was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> she was like, well, why not? He was like, because that's fucked up. Was like, I don't want to do that. So they go over to the house and like, so then Pete, they're all sitting at the table and Pete's like, yo, I got to go see this band. You know, they're down in the valley and all this type shit. And she was like, oh, so you're going to go see a band right now? And he was like, yeah, the service is bad. You won't be able to call me. He was like, I'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, let me go take a shower. I don't want to sound, he said, I don't want to uh, smell worse than the band. And then mm-hmm. Debbie and uh, everybody out looking at each other and Ben is like, oh, shit, this shit does sound kind of suspicious. Yeah. So, so these motherfuckers riding and she pulled up at this house. And then she was like, y'all, you know, come on. He's like, yo. She tracked his like fucking this. phone, bro. She tracked his, his phone. phone to track him. And so he's like, oh, I don't want to do this. And then he walk in the house. He's like, Pete. <laughs> 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 hey, bro, you talking, you talking about an awkward fucking situation, bro. Like, that had to be awkward as shit. Dude, it was so funny. So she's going upstairs because, you know, bedrooms are upstairs. So Debbie's yeah. heading upstairs. And she's like, ain't nobody up there. And so then they get ready to leave. And then they hear people talking. They hear noise, like, yeah, they hear noises. 
This this bitch opened the door. Ooh, and this man, and he had, oh, I wish I could remember who it was. And then he yelled out a name. And then they was like, he's already been drafted. He was like, ah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and he was like, you know, Matt Suey. And then she was like, what the fuck is this? And then he was like, oh. He was like, oh, what are you doing here? It's a fantasy draft. She was like, what the fuck is this? And, was like, and then the dude said, hey, man, we said no wives. And yeah. then, like, so Pete jump up. And then the one guy said, don't let the door hit you in the vagina on the way out. <laughs> hey, man, listen, you talking about pure fucking comp. Like, if, if you ever seen a, a plot twist today in your life, you, you've never seen that shit coming. Nobody knew at any point in time that this motherfucker was going to be at a fantasy draft, a baseball fantasy draft, and his wife is thinking that he's cheating, bust in on him, and this motherfucker's in the middle of picking. You talking about fucking hilarious? Like, first off, it had to be super awkward for Ben because Ben is like, he already don't want to be there. Then he only there because his baby mama there. He trying to make sure she cool. So then... They going in there, they doing all this shit. He like, man, I told y'all, like, man, this motherfucker ain't cheating. Then boom, you find this motherfucker and he ain't doing shit but fantasy baseball. She had to feel stupid than the motherfucker. But then, that ain't even, to me, that ain't even the funniest part. Yeah. Like, the funniest part to me was when they was outside talking. Oh, he said, he said, (laughs) I went to go see, I went to go see the Dark Knight by myself. It was like twice. (laughs) Like that motherfucker said, she said, she was like, uh, he was like, well, you thought I was cheating on you? And she was like, yeah. She was like, well, this is worse than cheating. And he was like, how is this worse than cheating? And then she was like, so where did you go? She was like, so where did you go last week? He was like, I went to the movies. She was like, like where <laughs> did you go see? Dark Knight. Like, Spider-Man 3. And then she said, oh, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> she said, well, who did you go with? He was like, by myself. And she was like, I like Spider-Man. Hey, bro. Hey, hey, Leslie, man, look, she don't get enough credit, dude. She's she fucking hilarious. Hilarious, yes. And she yes. can play a bitch very well, bro. No, when she, uh, when she played in, um, what's the movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds and um, uh, 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 dude from uh, Horrible Bosses, and they they switched up because they peed in the fountain. Peter the fountain. Oh shit! What was that? What was that? Oh man, I'm the, not. Is sure. it is it called the change up or the? Oh what? A, oh my goodness. She did. Well, Ryan Reynolds was in the change up. Yeah, that's the movie that I'm talking about. But she played the uh, she played the other dude's wife, right? And <laughs> and she was uh, just this is just a testament to just how funny she is. So she plays the other dude's wife, and they got kids and all that shit, right? So I guess um, in in the movie, they were trying to, uh, like, he was trying to have sex with her because, like, his friend was looking at her like, man, you know, she hot, she hot. He was like, man, you don't, you know, you, you, you don't be all over your wife or nothing like that, man. And then the, he was like, I mean, she's my wife, man. Like, yeah, she's beautiful, but, you know, we make love. He was like, no, he was like, no way, dude. He's like, you got to plow that, man, or some shit they was telling me. <laughs> and then 
and then he was so when they when they switched bodies, you know what I'm saying, Ryan Reynolds' character, he geeked. He like, yeah, I finally get to fuck his wife. So he like, oh man, it's gonna be a time I never get. So he getting all ready in the bed, he in the bed ready, and she take off her robe and she ass naked and she go to the bathroom and take a shit. And then <laughs> and she take a shit, she get in the shower or whatever. And that ruined his whole fucking move. I remember that shit. Oh, it turned him off. So then he was, I guess she came to the bed, but then when she came to the bed, she ain't had nothing sexy on. She had like some weak ass pajamas and she had that like so a, a, a cleansing mask on her face. So <laughs> he looked at her like, oh hell no. <laughs> he, was, he was totally turned off. So she was like, you don't want to have sex? He was like, nah, not tonight. He was like, I'm just a little tired. Don't worry about it. Maybe tomorrow Dude. night. And then, hold on real quick. The funniest part, bro. She turned over and she laid down and then <laughs> she had her she had her ass on him and he said, uh-uh. Don't you turn that <laughs> towards me. That shit was funny as fuck, bro. Dude, she does that in this movie. Because yeah. remember, uh, Pete asked her, he was like, hey, so, you want to have sex tonight? And yeah. then she was like, uh, kind of constipated. And then she was like, well, you still can if you want. Like, I don't want to now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what? Paul Rudd, bro. Paul Rudd is another one that's super under fucking value in funny movie. From fucking 40-year-old virgin to fucking knocked up to fucking, uh, what's the other one that does in, um, uh, this is forty. This is forty. Yep. When they was doing it, when they they did their movie, this is forty. Um, and then what's the one with him and uh, uh, Sean Sean? I think what's his name? Sean Michael Scott or something like that, or Sean Scott James or something. Sean Patrick Scott. Sean Patrick. Like yeah, the one that they did. Um, what the fuck is that movie called? Um. I can't believe I'm blanking on this fucking movie because they had to. They had to do the. Uh, they had to do the. Um, the what's your name for Sturdy Wings? Uh, oh, what is this movie called? Hold on, I got to find this movie, man. I am not sure about that one. Not sure about that one. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm blanking on this movie. But I mean, we can't um, we can't forget about him in, in the Anchorman movies. Yeah, Anchorman, fucking um, hold on, wait a minute. What's the other one that I was just talking about? He was good in Ant Man. Um, he got another one called "I Love You, Man." That was funny. Um, oh man, he was. Oh yeah, role models. You role models. That's what I'm thinking of. Man, you talking about fucking hilarious. And that shit was oh man, um, forgetting Sarah Marshall, he yep. was in that joint. That shit was fucking funny, but but like, yeah, man, like I tell you, I tell you a scene though that I like. This also Leslie Mann was in her and Captain Heigl. So they had, uh, uh, so they went to the club the first time, and then the bouncer dude let them through. But then they went <laughs> when Allison was pregnant, <laughs> and she walked up. And my man Craig Robinson's at the door, <laughs> and then he stopped the motherfuckers. He was like, "We had capacity." And then she was like, "He was like, gonna have to stand in the back of the line." She was like, "I'm not standing in the line." And then they let the he let these two young girls in. He was like, "I see y'all on the way out." 
And then, uh, <laughs> and then he put the rope back up. She was like, what the fuck was that? And then he was like, <laughs> he was like, that was nothing pretty much. And then she was like, uh, and then she thought call this motherfucker the doorman. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, doorman, doorman, <laughs> doorman. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And so then, and then she's telling him, you ain't got no power. You just a doorman on the side. She's so he pulled her ass to the side. And then, and then he was like, you're right. He's like, I hate this fucking job. Like, I got to sit here and pass judgment on people. And he was like, uh, oh man, he was like, I, he's like, I got to sit here and pass judgment on the people. He said, you know, he told me I can only let 5% black people in. He said, so I got to <laughs> black people in the midget in the crowd. And man, that like, motherfucker said, that motherfucker said what I look like letting, what you say, what I look like letting He said, he said I bitch. can't let you, he was like, he said, you old, he said, you old, she <laughs> pregnant. He's like, I can't have a bunch of old pregnant bitches walking around. <laughs> he was like, man, that's bad parenting. He was like, why the fuck she here anyway? <laughs> hey, bro, I'm talking about straight comedy, bro. You know, he, another, another underrated comedic actor, Craig Robinson, oh, bro. Like, We're going to get in here tomorrow on the next one, because he's in yeah. the next one, too. Listen, but, like, yo, that shit, shit was so funny. Man, that that shit was fucking comedy, bro. The um the birthday party was funny when uh when they was all at the birthday party when they was at uh when they was at the birthday party for the sister and the kids and shit. When they were, I, I think this is like when she, right right when they was about to break up or they had just broke up or some shit like that, and they had to go to the birthday party. That shit was funny. Um, the the one part was funny too when they had first met. I think you had said something about it already. No, you didn't. You was talking about what they did. When she had, when she was learning what he did for a living, and they was talking about the website. <laughs> she, was like, she was like, "This is what you guys do all day." That motherfucker had pink eye. And he was like, "You know how you catch pink eye, right?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Uh, listen, yo, that shit was fucking. No, it was crazy, so funny because when her first, when her first time meeting the roommates and shit, and mm-hmm. uh. So he was like, you know, you can sit down. Let me go grab a shirt. And so they sitting there looking at. I recognized the movie. The movie was uh, was Carrie. No, 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 yeah. no, Carrie. When they were doing, no, no, this this is another one. They were watching Wild Things. It was Wild Things. Yeah. So they were sitting there watching Wild Things, and it was the makeout scene in the fucking um, in the pool. And so they're sitting there watching that shit. And so then my man uh, Jay come out, and he was like, "Yo," he was like, "I just shaved my shit." No, no, no. And then <laughs> this gentleman he was like, yo, if I go in there, if I fucking pubic hair all over the damn thing, <laughs> I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. <laughs> and she's looking at these motherfuckers like, all right. <laughs> she, he was like, you ready to go? She was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that shit was funny as fuck. Hey, she told, man, he told, he told her what she did. He was like, he asked, did she know who some actor was? With actress and she was like, I don't know who that is. He was like, Do you know Meg Ryan? She's like, Yeah, she was like, I love Meg Ryan. He was like, Well, he's like, what we do is we'll sit around and we'll watch it and uh we'll tell them like, oh, well, Meg Ryan, she's in this movie, and we see a bush in one hour and 47 seconds. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. Man, no, this is the funny part. So I, I know you noticed the shit, right? So after, so they had a one night stand, right? Uh-huh. He land on the bed, ass naked, ass out, 
and everything. Yeah. And she coming there, she trying to wake him up. And she got a foot hitting the bed. Not him, but she got a foot hitting yeah. the bed like, I just fucked this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> she totally didn't even want to touch him. Totally disgusting. Yo, um, Ken Jong, bro, playing playing the role that, of course, he was supposed to play. He was the doctor in this movie. That shit was funny. At the end, where uh, they was having a baby and shit, uh, he was he was. I don't know, man. Like his his comedy is so different because, like, he takes it he takes it to certain places at certain times. Like in this one, he had like he was he was more serious, but he was being funny. Like he was actually doing, you know, what I'm saying, like he was doing comedy. He was being like, you know, like. I'm trying to explain it like like sarcastic in a way, but still like in the condescending way. But it was funny though. Like it's not a lot of people that can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like just the the way that he was just talking to them and like she was asking them questions and shit. And he was just like, Yeah, so what? Like shit like that. Like Ken Jong, he did his thing in the end too. Like to play a doctor and him actually really being a doctor, like I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, because he was like, because I remember, because, so her water, it wasn't that her water broke, she uh she was having contractions or whatever, because her sister, her sister Repeat had went to Legoland, and yeah. so she's at home by herself, and she start, stomach start hurting and shit, so she called her doctor, and her fucking doctor, she can't get in touch with her doctor, so uh, she called Ben, and so Ben... You know, he not got his shit together. He not got a job. He not got an apartment, all this type shit. So he goes over there because they had an ar- argument earlier in the movie because uh, Ben just wasn't taking shit serious and, yeah. and, and um, didn't read the baby books, all this type shit. So Ben come over and she, he calls somebody else and he gets the fucking number of the doctor. He finds mm-hmm. out that the doctor is at a bar mitzvah in San Francisco. So he cusses this dude out. And so he starts talking to her. They go to the hospital, and then because he tell her that we just gonna have to find one that you already met with. So then yeah. that's when we get my man. And so then they were saying, "Oh, we got this plan. Or the way we wanted to do, we wanted to do it this way, and all this type shit." And so uh, she start having some problems with the baby. So then he comes in, and like one of the parts that I thought was funny, but it, it was kind of that dark, kind of sarcastic comedy. Yeah. Where, they said, uh, he said, we're going to have to pop the sack and give you some meds so we can speed up the process. And she was like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want no medicine now, this type shit. And then he was like, do you want to deliver this baby? <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> <a lead. laughs> That motherfucker is crazy, man. Yeah, man. Like, he he, he was funny. Like I, the, I like the one doctor, though, even though he was only in there for a quick minute. When, uh, when they finally, uh, when they went together to go see if she was really pregnant, and then, like, yeah. she was up on the thing and had her legs open. But he was, like, when he was talking to her, he was like, so you're Debbie's sister. He was like, yeah. She said, yeah, I'm Debbie's sister, and nah, nah, nah. And then he looked down at the thing. He was like, I can see the resemblance. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I can see. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker's stupid, bro. Hey, that's sexual harassment, motherfucker. Yes, you can't, you can't say no shit like that. But the the way this, like, just the way this movie is set up, bro, like, it's, it's so funny because, like, you really get to see you know what I'm saying, the transition of two people, you know what I'm saying, being in a, a certain predicament, like, 
They have a one-night stand. Really wasn't even supposed to have a one-night stand, but end up having a one-night stand, get pregnant. They try to work it out. Don't work at first because, you know what I'm saying, one person feels a certain way about the other one. And then, you know what I'm saying, the other dude, you know what I'm saying, well, the dude kind of realizes that, you know, he got to change his life around because now he's about to have a kid. He got to grow up. He can't sit around with his friends and wait for boobs to come on screen, you know what I'm saying, to come on the screen in movies no more. So now, you know what I'm saying, like you said, he turned around, get the job, try to do the right thing. And, you know what I'm saying, in the end, it all kind of just worked out. And I was like, yeah, that was, I mean, the, the plot of the movie is a good one, but it's just the way that they put those moments in that movie, man, is, to me, Judd Apatow is one of those guys, like, he's a, I'm not going to say a master, but, like, he, he, that he has this thing down to a science on when to bring in, you know what I'm saying, certain scenarios and certain moments to make the shit funny and you know what I'm saying to, to put it together and make it right and it's just like I don't know it's just he he just has great timing for a director and the, you know what I'm saying and the producer for him to be able to make those moments happen like he does a great job at you know what I'm saying making sure the story goes through but at the same time keeping those moments to where you know what I'm saying he can still have those funny times in the movie yeah, but this is what you got to remember, though. He got her to open up a little bit because remember when she was over at his crib and uh-huh. um, it was over at his crib and they was watching Carrie and she was like, she was like, boobs, boob, boobs, oh, yeah, and yeah, bush, yeah, boobs yeah, and yeah. bush. And so he was like, man, opening credits, you don't ever get that in opening credits. So he got her to kind of to kind of open up a little bit to his world. Yeah. But see, this is what happened, though. This is where he got fucked up because they was having sex and he was on that stupid shit thinking that the damn baby could see his damn dick and all this mm-hmm. shit. And um, so th- she got pissed off because like they had their whole little sexual thing going on and so she didn't get to get off. So she's pissed yeah. off. So she's fucking asleep and this dude is getting damn stoned and then an earthquake comes and then she wakes up and she's by herself and this motherfucker's getting high. And he hiding with like, a bomb. Yeah, how I want to bong and shit. And then she's like, uh, she was like, how do we supposed to raise a kid? And you're getting high all the time. Uh-huh. And then like, um, and then the one crazy part, like, I mean, some people find the shit funny, but I don't think, like, when Jason Segel came out, he was butt ass naked. And then he was like, would anybody turn the gas off? And he's just outside holding his dick. And then, and then he runs back. He is always naked as naked in a fucking movie, bro. He always was butt ass naked in um forgetting Sarah Marshall. He was butt ass naked in um uh sex tape. Now, okay, funny yeah. shit. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, knocked up, and taken to the Greek are all connected. Well, I never seen taken to the Greek. You never seen take? Oh my god! You talking about fucking hilarious? Hilarious is is okay. So remember forgetting Sarah. You seen forgetting Sarah Marshall, right? Love that movie. One of my favorite movies. Do you remember all this Chapman, the rock star that Sarah Marshall was with? Yeah, 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 yeah. Take him. Take him to the Greek is about him. Oh, so he's Russell the same Brand. character. Russell Brand, yep. And then um the dude, the dude and Sarah Marshall, 
Jason Siegel, his character is also supposed to be the dude from Knocked Up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah Marshall was fucking funny as fuck. Man, that motherfucker taking that song inside of you. Oh my god. Yo. <laughs> this that's, listen, that's that's Russell Brand. That's Russell Brand. He, he oh, man. sing that shit. That's one of his songs gonna take him to the Greek. Oh man, that shit was hilarious. That was and it's hilarious. funny because they bring that, they bring it up like on one of the E Hollywood stories or whatever that they do on him. They bring that up, they bring up him being the um the boyfriend of of like TV star Sarah Marshall, and then like he end up um he end up getting with uh I forgot what her name is in the in the movie, but he ended up getting with another rock star chick. I mean she's like a pop star or whatever. And they have a kid and shit like that, but it's just it's the the shit is crazy. Like they all three are connected though, and it's it's wild just how each one got like a weird ass story, but they keep them linked up. It's just it's crazy, bro. Yeah, man, and like like Kristen Wiig, like she had that different kind of comedy because like we only saw her because she was like probably like the secondary the secretary for the for the one guy, mm-hmm. and then like when they found out that she was pregnant. And she was just sitting there like uh she was like, We don't we don't like secrets. Like we keep a secret. She was like, I would hope we would be friends one day. <laughs> like she she would talk like real she low. Is, she was just saying yeah, like this she, off the wall shit. And it was just like see that's what that's why I went into the cast. Like you gotta realize like this cast is not it, it I mean it's like a, a fucking like an all-star cast for real, bro. Like, and then like for a minute, I forgot what they um they had like a name for uh like Paul Rudd, Jonah Hill, um, Seth Rogan, and all like James Franco, all they I forgot what the name it was that they had for them. But it's like anytime they would do a movie, you would see at least like four or five of them in that movie. Yeah. Every movie that they were in, they were all, you know, so like they they always had a role for it one of their friends in the movie, like, this is the end. They were all in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, stepbrothers, some of them was in the movie. Um, role models, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of, the, all of these joints, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they just always make sure that they give each other, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, some kind of supporting role in it. And I think that, that was that's super dope. Like, the fact that they can, you know what I'm saying, keep each other alive like that in these movies. And it's worth damn near every penny that you know what I'm saying Sam like shit um Pineapple Express same thing mm-hmm. like James Franco um Seth, Seth Rogen uh I forgot uh, Danny McBride uh Craig Robinson like they all in that you know what I'm saying like they all was in there doing their thing it's like it just seemed like all these Judd Apatow movies you know what I'm saying you you just seen slowly but surely like they all was in these movies and he just did like that Adam Sandler thing where he constantly used his friends and just and they made some great fucking movies I mean that they did man um, and they had a run dude like I mean yeah. a run where it was just like hit after hit after hit now yep. to me all of them went hits like they, they ended up being hits for the general population yeah like you know what I'm saying I, I, I picked my ones that I like you know what I'm saying? It wasn't all of them, but I'm pretty sure all of them got their moments. Uh-huh. But like, like I seen Pineapple Express, it wasn't one of my favorites. And like, what? I don't know if you get, yeah, like I, it was cool, man. It was cool. 
Like it wasn't. Oh, man, you tripping? It wasn't like. I I mean honestly, I don't think it's better than the two we're doing today. No, Pineapple Express is definitely better than both of these. I I would I would disagree. I Yo, when they had I, I, when they when when Craig Robinson had them motherfuckers tied up in that little bunker and the thing, and then he was like, he was like, look, he said, you turn around, you use my belt buckle, and you rub it up. And he said, I'm gonna rub my belt buckle up against your head. He said, I'm gonna get you out of here. He said, I promise you, man, I promise you. So then he rubbing his belt buckle up against his uh, <laughs> up against the ties on his hand. He was like, I'm gonna save you, man. I'm gonna save you, man. Oh yeah, we're gonna get out of here. I'm gonna save you, man. Craig Robinson busted like, hey man. He was like, these walls is fucking paper thin. I can hear everything y'all say. He said, yeah, I know. He said, you move to the left. He said, you cough one time, you go for the gun. You blink one time, don't nobody move. He said, look, man, if y'all want to fuck, fuck on your own time. He said, I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. He said, I'm just trying to get this shit over with so I can fucking go home. He was like, now shut the fuck up. He said, I swear I'm coming in here and I'm going to kill the fuck out you motherfuckers. Man, I'm talking about straight comedy, bro. Nah, Pineapple Express over it Trump, all that shit. Fucking man. Rosie Perez is in this movie. The dad from the fucking Brady Bunch is in this movie. Like, come man, on. Man, I didn't think Pineapple Express was better than Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, way better. The only, no, the only thing that's, to me, the funniest part about Hot Tub Time Machine is right before they all get in the hot tub. And he was like, uh, he was like, what, what are you doing? He was like, I'm, I'm, uh, he said, I'm ordering pizza or doing something. He was like, that's not bonding. He was like, that's not how you fucking bond? Haven't you even seen Well Hogs? That's the only part I laughed at. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only part I laughed at. Hot Tub Time Machine is funny, bro, but it ain't as funny as fucking, nah, it's, it don't beat Pineapple Express. It was, I mean, I, I just, I felt it was cool, man. And, uh, but to get back to Knocked Up, man, like, I like when, um, uh, when Pete and, uh, Ben went to, went to Vegas. Yeah. And it was like, and they got like, high, man, like, they got high at Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fucking funny. Yeah, that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. Oh, Being was tripping balls, bro. This man, this motherfucker had brought all them chairs in there. Ruth's like, man, it's separate. He's it's seven different kind of chairs here. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, why are those chairs in here? He's like, get them out of here, man. That's creepy. <laughs> Hey man, I was like, See, that's what I'm saying, bro. Paul Rudd is so fucking funny, bro. Just like if you if you heard a motherfucker say that on a regular thing, that's not even funny. But just Paul Rudd saying that, like, what the fuck? Like, get out, sit out there, man. It's creepy. That's funny in a motherfucker, man. Yeah, man, that that shit that shit was hilarious, man. It had it definitely has its scenes, man. It's a lot of rewatchable joints in there, man. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like you said about the plot, I mean, like, how often does that shit happen, dude? Like, motherfuckers yeah. just meet, they ain't even really like each other like that. They're yeah. just like, all right, I'm going to smash this, and I'll never see them again, and then they end up being mm-hmm. pregnant, and it's like, oh, fuck, like, what are we going to do? Like, I don't want to I don't want to get rid of it, and it's kind of like, all right. I'll say, in, real life, in real life, that movie would have been all the way up until the scene where she found out she was pregnant. That would have been an abortion movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying to tell you in real life, she she got oh, pregnant in, in the next scene. 
Mature motherfucker that don't know how to talk to kids, and then like they was all sitting up at breakfast, and then they was like, "Who are you?" And and uh, Allison was like, "This is my boyfriend Ben," and the little kid was like, "I don't, I never met Ben," and then <laughs> Ben was like, and then uh, and then uh, oh, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, Debbie's like, "Yeah, he drove over here from his house this morning. He drove over here from his house to come have breakfast with us." And then yeah. like, "Yeah, he must like breakfast, huh?" He's like, "Yeah, he really likes breakfast." And he drove from his house. She kept stressing <laughs> He drove from his house to come yeah. here this morning to have breakfast with us because he liked breakfast. And then Ben's like, "How oh, you? I want to know something cool." <laughs> Allison's gonna have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> And then the kid yeah. like, where the babies come from? This motherfucker told some story about goddamn a baby getting busted through your head or some kind of fucking shit. Man, listen. No, he get, he was talking about the, the scene from Aliens. <laughs> 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 that motherfucker is, listen, Seth Rogen, bro, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him, but like them the moments like that you just talk about where like shit is awkward and then he busts out like, yeah, Allison's gonna have a baby. Like where the fuck does that come from, bro? Like really? Like, dude, like where does that I, shit? That that is that is like ultimate Seth Rogen. He does that in damn near every fucking movie. Oh yeah, say the shit that you don't supposed to say at the absolute yeah. worst time. And this and this perfect time and every time. That's just like when they was having the argument after she put his ass out in the car, and yeah. uh, and he come to the place and then she's on the scale. And that motherfucker came in there and said something about her gaining weight, and she was like, "Don't tease me." And this motherfucker said, "He said, he said, he was like, I'm talking. He was like, he said, I'm not talking to Allison, but your hormones is a fucking bitch. <laughs> was like, not you, Allison, just your hormones, just your hormones. That's so funny, idiot, man. Oh man, and then he fucked it up and told her that it was a girl, and she didn't want to know." Oh man. man! And then he walked out and gave her the middle finger. <laughs> that shit was fucking funny. That shit was funny. Yeah, man. like it's that was. I mean, and, and the, the the funny shit is like Captain Heigl. I'm not a real big fan of her. Like usually when I see her in the movie, it's like a boring ass movie. So for her to be in this and for her to be entertaining was was pretty good to me too. Like she she really held her own in this shit too. She did, but I will tell you this though: she played in um, Killers with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, yeah, that shit had its moments in that too. Ashton, Ashton like, Kutcher, Ashton Kutcher made that movie. If it wasn't for Ashton he, Kutcher, he did. But like, what I'm saying is, like, I think that she has proven that she could do other shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because this, because this next part, like this next movie, yeah. I got a lot of shit to say about the co-star in that one. Like oh, yeah. she is very fucking well rounded, like very very well rounded. But like Catherine Heigl find her way, like because a lot of people don't. I mean, nobody really looks at her and be like, "Oh man, she's funny." Like she's not mm-hmm. funny, but she's had her moments in this movie where she found she found a way to shine around a whole bunch of funny people. Yeah, 
And like, so she had she had her moments because she also was playing the person that was she was serious about her career. She was, yep. you know, what I'm saying it, it was like she didn't fit in with anybody, but like you said, she found a way to hold her own around a whole bunch of fucking comedians. She found a way to be funny with them. So, because she kind of played kind of like, uh, I don't want to call it. Nah, she wasn't no She, she was like the straight man in the movie. Yeah, it was like she just, it's, it's, it's hard to explain exactly what her character was because it was weird because it's like, so you work at E and you're mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't know, a producer maybe, but you don't have enough money to have your own crib. Well, they lived in L.A., so that's not like, to me at least, knowing what I know about LA, yeah, that's not far fetched. Yeah, and then like being not being <clears throat> Pete had enough money to have a house with a whole separate motherfucking what you call those things? Uh, I was about to say beach house, not a beach house. It's a apartment uh, condo. No, it wasn't a condo. Like what? The, uh, damn, what you call those little bitty houses that they be having? Um, Pool house. Pool house. It was like a yeah. kind of like a pool house, and so I mean, so it was basically like a house with them. I mean, yeah, yeah. I can see. I can see now. I can see now because it's like because you got your own space. Yeah, you know, bad boys. Like it got his own shower, and I, I mean, it's really like a whole nother little house. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I get it. And then, like, dude, Pete had to have a lot of. He had to be getting some serious bands because that was a nice ass crib. Because yeah. it didn't seem like Debbie worked. I don't even... Leslie did something too, didn't she? I don't... I, it seems like Debbie didn't work, though. It seemed like she was always doing shit with the kids because you remember when they was arguing after the whole scene about uh, mm-hmm. uh, him going to go see Spider-Man and shit, like, she made it seem like I, I want to be alone sometimes, too. And it seems like all she did was really take care of the kids. It didn't seem yeah, like she really they, did anything. But I think she, I think she did something else too. Because I don't think she was just a housewife. Because, but they never, they never really got into it though. But I don't remember her just being no housewife. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I mean, you got some more on this one? Uh, no. Nah. Right, well, you, you introduce the next one then. So the, so the next one, you know, what I'm saying. Um, is basically uh, damn near the same cast. Um, instead of Captain Heigl, we're gonna switch her out with uh, the beautiful Elizabeth Banks. And um, this is about two friends who live together, growing up together, all that good shit. And they have an issue with their living arrangement. They don't have enough money to pay rent so they decide to create a porno to sell and make money and this movie is Zach and Mary make a porno um first off let me say that this movie is fucking hilarious this movie is is wild there's some shit in here that happened that you never would have thought happened. 
this actually made me look at porn different. So, um, basically, you know what I'm saying, they show Zach and Mary, you know, so they show them doing their things. I think Mary was like a bartender or some shit like that, and she was in school. No, no, she worked at she worked at the mall. The mall. Yeah, because think about it. You remember when the movie first started and they was getting ready, they uh drove to the mall and he dropped her off at the at the mall and then he drove to the coffee shop. Com- that's what I'm thinking, the coffee shop. He worked at the coffee shop. She yeah. worked at the mall. Okay. So he worked at the coffee shop. She worked at the mall. Um and they were like they super best friends or whatever. They lived together and everything like that. And like I said, they run into some hard times and they about to get evicted. So um, basically they got to find a way to come up with this money so they don't get evicted. And they get a group of friends together. Once they get a group of friends together, they go through all this thing, explain this big, you know what I'm saying, elaborate scheme of basically creating um, a homemade porno and the looking to shop the film around so everybody can make all this money and shit like that. Now, starting off, it was already wild because when they went to go see Craig Robinson, this nigga is basically um, navigating his hand through a dog's rear end for some... No, dude, that's uh, that's a hot tub time machine. Oh! That is right. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Hold Yo, on. listen. Hold on. I always, no. I always get them. I always get them confused. No, that, that scene because no. they all in, they all in the same movie. So that's what they they, they are. I they forgot are. about that. That is hot tub time machine, dude. But no, but <laughs> it was so. This is like one of the funniest parts of the fucking movie, dude. It's when yeah. Craig Robinson first introduced because like. So so Zach pulled up at work and then his boss was there talking to uh Craig Robinson, which is Delaney. And so he tells Delaney, he's like, yo, he's like, I need you to come in uh for Black Friday. He was like, it's a uh you know, it's after Thanksgiving, says so it's gonna be a lot of shoppers at the mall. And they was right yeah. across the street from the mall. And he was like, So you gonna ask him, he said, Why are you asking me to work on Black Friday? Because I'm black. And then he was like, No. And he was like he said, "Well, what you?" He said, "What you want me to work on, nigga?" Tuesday. <laughs> he, was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "What is that? I never heard of that holiday." <laughs> and then he was like, "Uh," and then he said, "Um," he said, "What?" He said, "You happy because you putting clothes on my nigga back babies and all this type of shit." And then he was like, "Man, I can't wait to get my settlement from the post office." He said, "I'm gonna be Oprah Winfrey rich." And he was like, "And I'm gonna get." He said, "I'm gonna be out this bitch." And then um. And so then Zach come in, and so then dude flipped out on Zach too, cause Zach be late and all this type of shit. And so then they get to talking. He was like, "Man, can you believe he asked me to work on uh on Black Friday?" And he was like, "Oh well, actually that's my fault." He's like, "I asked for that day off." And then he was like, "What you got going on?" He was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna be." He said, "I'm gonna need time to recover because I'm gonna be wasted from going to this class reunion thing." Oh so yeah, that's what they're having a high school reunion. <laughs> And so then this customer come up and the customer was like, can I get a coffee black? And he was like, uh, he was, he was like, like in a minute, he said, white. can you see me talking white? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, that motherfucker's oh, crazy, bro. 
Hey, that shit was so funny. He said, can't you see we talking white? That shit is hilarious. Oh, man, it was so fucking funny, dude. And, like, just small shit like that, like, it ain't even, it comes to the thing is with comedy, it's like, like, the timing. Like, Craig Robinson has, like, this very unique timing of how he says shit. And it's like, even though it's small, like, it ain't nothing big, it's just, like, I just find shit like that funny. Like, my man just came up, it's like, can I get a coffee? Black? <laughs> so, can you see us talking? White? <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> speaking, speaking to Craig Robinson, once again, in fucking Pineapple Express, that motherfucker, bro, he got hit in the face with the coffee pot when they was at the, um, when they was at uh, Jane Franco's grandma's spot, right? So something happened and they killed two of their people. He was like, hey, man. He was like, how can you take it easy on that motherfucker? He killed Tom. He was like, Tom, whole family and shit looking for him. He was like, man, I can't believe you would do some shit like that. He was like, yeah, okay. He killed Tom. He'll kill. He was like, yeah, he killed Tom. I was right there. I synced it. That shit had me <laughs> fucking rolling, bro. That shit had me crying, bro. You talking about funny? I'm like, that motherfucker is hilarious, bro. Like, he really, to be honest, like, dude, like, with all, every scene he was in, he stole that shit in this, yeah. in this damn movie. He stole it every yeah. single time. And then, so then we get the scene, right? We get the scene. So, <laughs> now, you, now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You talking about, so, the, you talking about the first the first scene? Okay, now, I need you that, that to disgusted everybody. I need you to answer something for me, all right? Now, I'm going to lead up to it, but I need to know an answer to this fucking question. Mm-hmm. So, Zach and Mary is talking at the coffee shop, and she's trying on these different outfits. And so yeah. then these two dudes are sitting there and she's changing and she got granny panties on, right? So yeah. these motherfuckers are filming her. And then <laughs> Zach seen what they were doing and then Zach threw his ass in the thing and all this type of shit. So he tells them to get out of there and all this type of shit. So they ended up going to the fucking uh, uh, what do you call it, damn shit? To the uh, class reunion. No, a lot of shit happened between there. Like, they fucking work right. got shut off, and you know what I'm saying? They needed to get this thing. Then they were sitting in the car, and she was like, aren't we... Uh, she's like, even though we are not really doing well in life and all this type of shit, she was like, we better than these people, right? And he was like, uh, no, we're not. <laughs> and then she said, she said, well, she said, well, do, do, am I prettier since I was in high school? He was like, oh, nah, you look pretty much the same. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, so she's looking for compliments. He ain't giving her none of the. He shit, ain't giving right? her shit. Nothing. And so he was like, great pep talk. You ready to go? And so then they get there, and he's trying to fuck the very first girl <laughs> that he realized. Mm-hmm. I mean, the very first girl that he recognized from school. So then they go in there. And, uh, and so then... Because she had this nickname, because her last name is Linky. So Ooh. people used to call her Stinky Linky. And uh, and her whole objective was she wanted to fuck this damn dude, Bobby Ooh. Long. Like, she Wasn't was he Long. like the football star or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, he was like the quarterback dude. So she her whole objective was she wanted to fuck Bobby Long, right? So Ooh. then she gets to the fucking party. And so they're up in there and so she see Bobby Long. She goes up to him, and then uh, no dude, and he tore the fuck up. 
Dude, it was so fucking funny. He said, she, he had said, so I think like she spilt something or something like that. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. She's like, don't be sorry. Just fuck me. <laughs> and so, so while this shit is going on, they go back to Zach. Zach, she recognized the girl. And he was like, hey, how you doing? And she's pissed off because she see her husband flirting with this damn girl that used to be a cheerleader in school. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, oh, man. He was like, "Want you do something to get even. She was like, I don't want to get even. She said, I'd rather take a, you know, a step ahead. And then mm-hmm. he was like, want to drop me off in the bathroom? I'm in the girl's locker room. <laughs> so she was like, all right, be quick. So she jacks him off. He comes out. And so then he goes up to this dude and he's just sitting there. And so he gets a beer. He's like, look at my friend over there looking like a clown. And then he looked at him and he was like, he's like, the dude looked at him and was like, yeah, I, he's like, I didn't go to the school. And this person is being played by Justin Long. And yeah. so, so then he asked him who he is. He was like, I'm Brandon. He was like, I'm here with uh with Bobby Long. And he was like, that's who my friend is looking like. Um, uh, he was like, that's my friend that's trying to get with him looking like uh Hannah Montana. And, like, <laughs> and, so, and so then he's like, uh, he was like, so what do you do? He was like, oh, I, he was like, I work in the film industry. He's like, oh yeah, any movies I recognize? And then he was like, uh, he was like, uh, I, he said, I do movies. He said with uh. Uh, with all dude cast. He was like, Yeah. <laughs> he, was like, he, was like, he was like, what do you mean? Like this movie? He was like, no. He's like, he said, yeah, like that movie, but with less girls. He was like, as a yeah. matter of fact, there's no girls. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, he's like, I'm not trying to be rude. But he's like, but it sounds like you're saying, uh, because he asked him about some name of the movie. He was yeah. like, oh, uh, he was like, He's. I'm more in movies like you know Bob and Jim go balls deep in the ass or some yes. fucking shit. And then he's like, so are you like a gay porn star? He's like guilty as charged. Like, <laughs> no, yes, Justin Long, bro. Him. He is also he is also one of those ones, bro. When you talking about can be funny as hell in the movie. When he was in Dodgeball, hilarious. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he, so they got to give him his props too. Okay, so I say all that to say this. So then, okay, well, let me finish. So then they all four get up in the same spot. And she was like, he was like, so Mary, this is Brandon, Bobby's boyfriend. <laughs> and so she's, like, so she's like all fucking fucked up, right? So yeah. this is my thing. All right. Now they went to the bar and when they was talking about the little thing, she was talking about everybody has those period panties and all this type of shit. Uh-huh. So she's wearing these fucking granny panties. She's wearing the granny panties because supposedly she's on a period because why else would she wear them unless she's on a period? So right. are you going to fuck Bobby Long on your period? Well, don't forget that they ain't had any kind of money either though. So she probably, that's all she probably has was granny panties. But why would she call them period panties? Because that's what some... I don't know. That's just like another name for him. Man, I was I was sitting there watching that shit, and I was like, I wonder what this motherfucker on her period. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. I don't think. Like, no, nah, I don't. I don't think that would have been the case because that would have been too. I'm, I'm assuming they would have made it like too embarrassing for her to do something like that. But man, um, that's funny though, bro. I forgot Justin Long was in this fucking movie, bro. 
but him as Brandon was Yo, hilarious. Brandon and they was in there talking comedy. They was in there talking, they was arguing. <laughs> and Zach sitting there like, they argue just like us, like we do. <laughs> what the fuck is you talking about? No, listen, Justin Long, bro, I forgot what I forgot what the movie is. I think it's um is it the devil's wear the devil wears Prada or something like that? No, uh, where he the no, secretary? He that's the breakup. The breakup. That's the breakup. Bro, you talking about fucking hilarious? Him being the gay dude at the at the secretary desk. Yes, comedy, bro. Yes. Comedy. I'm talking about com- when he he did something and and she came out and started yelling at him. He just he had that look on his face. He was just like, the fuck? Yeah, that that motherfucker is comedy, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. And, like, this is the shit that tripped me out. So, they were sitting there, and they were saying that, um, so they go back home after the thing, and they lights get shut off. So, they go to the bar. And so, they at the bar, and she's like, you know, it's hitting, getting to those times where you're going to do something crazy. She, he was like, what you mean? She's like, either start uh, having sex for money or getting a porno. And so then he's like, that's it. She's like, what, you got an idea? He was like, yeah, let's make a porno movie. And then she's like, how are we going to make a porno movie? And uh, he and then he was like, Brandon said he'd make 100000 a year by yeah. making these porno movies. And nah, 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 and all this type of shit. So she was like, if it's that easy, why everybody gonna do it? And he's like, because everybody else had dignity. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, and so they sitting there like, uh, so he was like, so we go, you know, make this point on. All right, so they go to Craig Robinson. They go to Delaney. Delaney's walking in the mall. He's all, because he, he was talking about, at the beginning of the movie, about buying a flat screen TV. He's like, man, I'm getting mm-hmm. a flat screen TV. So he got all this money. And so Zach pitches his idea to Delaney. He was like, man, you could be the uh, producer. He was like, what are the producers do? He's like, oh, well, you know, you know, they fund the money and they get to do the fit uh, in the casting. He was like, so do I get to see a titty? He was like, man, you get to see all the titties. <laughs> he was like, man, he's like, I've been seeing my wife old busting ass titties all the time. He was like, that, that's what got him in because he was going to be able to see some damn titties. And his this wife was Tisha Campbell. Dude, I, I was going to get there. Man, this motherfucker, this motherfucker gave all his money. He, his whole dreams of his damn flat screen TV that he's been talking about for days. For some titties. All out the window to see some damn titties. And so, this one, his role is so very fucking important. And then his money really went down the drain because. Mm-hmm. They had um, went to this one guy and they rented him the storage space. Mm-hmm. So these motherfuckers, they go and do the damn—I uh, don't know—pre-shooting type of thing because they they kept because they came up with the name of uh, it was a off of Star Wars. What was the fucking name of the oh, Star Wars or something like that? Some shit like that. And um, so they doing that whole little thing, and then the one part that was so fucking crazy, dude was the one dude was the robot and then they opened up the thing and it had a had a ball sack hanging yeah. <laughs> man fuck all that bro the wildest scene in this movie is the anal scene 
Oh man. Yo. That oh, shit, shit was fucking crazy. So they get to the they get to the point to where they shooting the scene or whatever. They got the the one dude, uh what wasn't it uh, Jay from Jay and Salabot? Yeah, that's Lester. Yeah, so he he doing the anal scene with the old girl or whatever. So he, you know what I'm saying, he doing this thing, he up in there, he digging her out or whatever. And I forgot what stopped him. Something had stopped him and distracted him from, the, I think somebody was trying to come into the coffee shop or some shit like that. No, no, and no, then, no. That's, a, that's a whole nother scene, but hold up, boy, you, you can't bring it up without skipping something. When that motherfucker came in there, because Lester was Lester was banging on girl, right? Because that yeah. was the first scene. And so then all of a sudden, this fucking guy just walks in, right? He's drunk as fuck. And yeah. so he comes in. He was like, nice kitty. And it was a little dog. This motherfucker said, kitty. Right. So he said, y'all see the game? He's like, that Roethlisberger. Chug him, hug him, football. <laughs> <laughs> scene with Stacy and no 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 I'm lying I'm lying I'm lying so they was they was um they was all they got their power turned back on like uh-huh. the whole crew got together because they was like they got tired of them taking showers at their houses and all that type shit and so Stacy was asking Mary about are you uh because that was after Zach and Mary had sex for the first time and no so, they, they didn't they had fake sex no, that that was the that they had the scene. Because remember they, they did they did no, the, they, I said they, the first time yeah, the first time they had fake sex. This you talking about after the second one when they actually did it. Yeah, on top of the okay. um, on top the of the beans. things. Coffee beans. On top of the beans. And so then they were celebrating <clears throat> over at their house because they got their lights turned on. Mm-hmm. And so uh so Stacy went was talking to Mary about like how you feel about Zach, because it seemed like there was some chemistry yeah. there. And she was like Oh well, we're not together and all this type of shit. So she was like, "So you don't mind if I, you know, go talk to Zach or whatever?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, that's fine." Because she was trying to put it on Zach. And so yeah. then she goes and whispers something in Zach's ear, and then they go to the bedroom, and Mary's like mad as fuck. She was like, "So you really gonna go back there and fuck her after what happened today?" So when they came in, like Lester was supposed to be doing Mary and they was mm-hmm. arguing and so Zach ended up trying to like get with her was trying to say that he loved her and all this type shit and then yeah. she was like oh why you acting like this it was just sex so Zach storms out and 
that's when you can like that's what happened. That's why they stopped. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the the tension is in the room now. Everybody stopped. <clears throat> they trying to figure out what's going on with Zach, and dude pulls out, and the cameraman is laying up under them, getting some weird ass angle. Which we all know that you don't have to to lay up under them for the angle. But he's laying up under them anyway, and this nigga gets uh, an anal slushy, dude. And that ain't that ain't even the craziest part. The craziest part was Craig Robinson and dude with shit all over his face, all over his shirt, and everything. And he sees that pulling off. He said, "Man, you see this?" He said, "Can you believe this shit?" He was like, man, can you believe this shit? This motherfucker covered this shit. <laughs> man. <laughs> Pure comedy. Dude, that shit was too fucking funny. This motherfucker is covering this shit. And he had the nerve to say, can you believe this shit? <laughs> he man, said, listen. no, can you believe this <clears throat> Dude. That and shit then I, comedy, like, bro. I like when they asked, when they were doing auditions. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, and this is one of those small things that only Craig Robinson can do. So they asked they asked the girl, did she have any perfect, no, not perfect, but any special skills? Yeah. So she's like, yeah. So obviously, you know, she stand up, take her panties off, sit down, start shaking up this bottle of bubbles, and then she put the bubbles down by her pussy. They start blowing, blowing bubbles, and then they was like, "That's a skill." And then he says, "Here, <laughs> says, I call her bubbles." <laughs> that nigga goofy, man. Oh man, but just the way he just be adding in his small little shit, like, like just that scene, like we sit here. And then he just all of a sudden said, and he had the smile on his face like because yeah. of bubbles. That shit was <laughs> hilarious. But man, the funniest part was when when Tisha Campbell finally did come in. And oh so, man. man, they they go home when well, they go to uh, Delaney's house, and so he was like, you know, she was like, "Who the hell is this white boy?" And then he was like. <laughs> And she's like, you got one white boy down in the basement, then you bringing in another white boy. And then she was like, I could be in here naked. He was like, man, don't nobody want to see them busted ass titties. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, hey, white boy. And he looked at him. He's like, she was like, you'll fuck me, right? <laughs> and then he looked at the lady, and then he was like, I don't know what to say. And he was like, man, just go downstairs. Hey, that shit was so fucking funny. Shit, wow, he, was, he, he, was saying, he said, man, what if they wanted to rape me or something? He's like, man, nobody want to rape your ass. That shit was so fucking funny, but I was like, oh, man. And then, um, but Craig Robinson, and then, and then he had the nerve to name the fucking production company, Nigga Rich Productions. Nigga Rich. <laughs> oh, man, he is so stupid, but, oh, man. he Like I said, every scene he was in, dude, he yes. stole it. He now, tore that shit up. Now, him and Tisha Campbell, but they battled it out though, because yeah. that was that, that was a good husband wife battle, boy. Because she was yeah. she, she was coming with it, but like I did not expect, like all that time when he was talking shit about his wife, that that shit ended up being damn Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell. But see, that's what I'm saying, man. Like that's once again, man. Like now this one, 
This movie wasn't a Judd Apatow film. This movie was actually written and directed by Kevin Smith. And if you don't know who Kevin Smith is, if you ever seen Jay and Silent Bob, Kevin Smith is basically Silent Bob. Um, and Kevin Smith is, uh, he doesn't really do comedy, but he does these, like, not, it ain't even lectures. He, he, he kind of does these, like, talks, like, you know what I'm saying, at, at stand-up places around, you know what I'm saying, the country. He goes on tour, and, he, you know what I'm saying, he basically gives, like, these, I don't even want to say inspirational speeches. I just say talks. You just give these talks. And he talks about, you know what I'm saying, him growing up and him coming up, you know what I'm saying, and um, basically just creating a lane for himself. If you know anything about Kevin Smith, you know, like, he's a super nerd. He had a TV show on um, AMC called, like, Comic Book Man. Um, he created uh, the Jay and Silent Bob movies. Um, I believe he created Dogma. If anybody knows what Dogma is, that's the one with um, – um, Chris Rock, uh, what's what's his name? Um, I might say Brad Pitt, not Brad Pitt. Dudes and Jason Bourne, Matt Damon, um, and a bunch of other people. But it was a good movie, um, and I believe he created um, Clerks. I think he either he created Clerks or he helped write Clerks. But uh, one and two, you know what I'm saying? Like he has a long history of writing stuff. Kevin Smith is. A very funny dude, man. Um, he's been he's made some cameos in some movies. Like he made he usually make cameos in like little corny, low budget movies or whatever. But it's just you know it's just another testament of you know what I'm saying being around those kind of guys. That's why um, the Lester dude was in the movie. The dude that played Jay. That's why he was in the movie because it's a Kevin Smith movie, and he always makes sure he look out for Jay in these movies. So you know what I'm saying it's just. It's just two great movies, man. Um, like I said, the same cast. Um, that's what they were calling. They were calling them the um, the new Rat Pack. That's the the nickname that I was thinking of. But they're talking about Paul Rudd, Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, um, Danny McBride, James Franco, Steve Carell. Um, <clears throat> it was a couple other people too. The Jay, I think his name is Jay Bruchel or Brussel or something like that. Um, Craig Robinson, um, Jason Siegel, and it's somebody else that said they were calling them the new Rat Pack because it's like every time they would do a movie, everybody would be in that motherfucking movie. Like I don't, I don't care what kind of movie it was, everybody had something to do with that movie. And I think it was just dope that they created like that Adam Sandler vibe where, you know what I'm saying, they were always at each other in their own, you know what I'm saying, in those films and keep each other, you know what I'm saying, basically working. Like really, like you said, in that time span, man, like they they went on a nice little run. But if you think about it, like those dudes made a lot of money in that small little amount of time. And they had some some very profound and amazing roles in that time too, like for them to be able to come up with those concepts and come up with those movies and, and do all of this amazing work. And then on top of that, like constantly get a movie back to back to back to back. Like that's not, that's not normal in Hollywood. We really don't see that a lot. Like we talked about it. I think when we did a Denzel episode about how, um, I mean, not the Denzel episode, the Samuel L episode about how it's hard for people to, you know what I'm saying? Like get jobs, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
that job is going to last them until their next audition breaks, until they get the next audition. So, you know, for them to be able to keep, you know, say making sure that they putting checks in each other's pockets and making sure that they all got work at the same time, like, I think that that's super dope, man. Yeah, man, and, and also another person, man, I, and <clears throat> I wanted to speak on was, was Elizabeth Banks, man. Like, yeah, she she's she's one of those ones, man. That's that's very underrated, man. And she yeah. also can be she can, she is so well rounded, dude. And like we seen her in something similar like this when you know when she was in the forty year old version. Yep. You know what I'm saying when when she played like that little horny motherfucker that just wanted to fuck every damn body uh-huh. but like that's like even though she was only in that movie for a minute but she was funny mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and like so she can be funny and being in stuff like that and like definitely maybe and you know what i'm saying and role models and shit like that but she also can do the serious shit like like the uninvited you know what i'm Hunger saying Hunger Games, Man on the Ledge. You know what I'm saying? She was yeah. a cop in that movie. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's just able to do, the, to be able to flip and, and be that serious actress, but also she could be funny as fucking shit. Cause, yeah. it's like, because like, the thing is, like, she's like that goofy funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. like, she's able to, to find her pocket. And, like, and that's, like, not, that's saying, not easy to do. No, no, not at all. Cause, not at cause all. It's it, it, the timing and then the, the presentation or, or delivery of it, the timing and delivery of it is not an easy thing to do. Like, cause a lot of people don't realize like you could bomb in the movie. If oh, you're yeah. trying to if you're trying to be funny or you're trying to make a joke or whatever, you can really bomb in the movie. And that sometimes it'll it'll make the movie a lot worse than what the movie really is. Yeah, man, and like, like for her to to have to to play the best friend and uh-huh. to be able to find her her own pocket to be funny in these scenes to be beside to be beside Seth Rogen in almost every scene in this movie, yeah, and find way to make people laugh at yeah. you and not uh-huh. Seth Rogen, like that's that's, that's a hard, hard thing, thing to do. To do. Especially yeah. at those times, because Knocked Up was 97, and I believe that, this, not 97, 2007, 2007. Yeah. and this movie was, I believe it was 2008, I believe that was back to back, yeah, that was back to back, so mm-hmm. Seth Rogen coming off of Knocked Up, yeah, jumping in and doing Zach and Mary, and alright man, <laughs> Zach, not Zach, but several other to be able to be have a sex scene with Captain Heigl and then have a sex scene with Elizabeth, with Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Come on, man. Man, he winning, he winning in life, man. Come he on, was man. winning. He's no, winning. not even that. He had the remember he had the hot young girl in, in uh Pineapple Express. Yeah. Seth look. Seth winning out here. But I just wanted to yeah. give Elizabeth her, her, her little segment, man, because she was she was really really funny, but like I said, she can hit you with the serious shit as well. Mm-hmm. Cause like cause the one thing that was funny when when she told him to get the uh when when the water got shut off and uh 
And she was like, what's up with the water? He was like, they shut it off. It was like, well, give me some water out the, out the toilet. He opened up the toilet and said, there's poo in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, not from inside the toilet. She was like, from the back of the toilet. And so this motherfucker get the damn thing. And she was like, don't look. And she tilted her head back. He started pouring that water. And she fucking fell down and ripped the whole thing. <laughs> That shit was funny as fuck, man. Yeah, man. But like, nah, but my favorite, my favorite part is when they was in the car, man, and he was just sitting there asking her. She said, hey, just because we ain't we ain't a mountain or nothing, we still better than these people, right? He said, no. <laughs> he said, nope. Oh man, that was that was so funny. But I like how when she was throwing herself at Bobby Long, though, man, that shit was fucking hilarious. This bitch, this bitch threw a whole bunch of tic tacs on my and then she was sitting up and she was like fixing her titties and shit. And there was a girl staring right at her. She was sitting up propping her titties up and shit. And then as soon as she walked up to Bobby Long, Bobby Long she spit out all of them tics. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I find some of the smallest shit funny, man. Because it was just like she had did that shit. And then she done popped all them damn tic tacs. And then she walks up to the dude and spit all them bitches out before he turned around. Yeah. I thought that shit was fucking hilarious, but yeah, well, that's that's all I got for the movie, man. How about you, bro? Nah, that's it, man. That, that's all I got, man. Okay, well, you know what I'm saying. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. You know what I'm saying. We had to bring y'all two movies all at once. You know what I'm saying. This is the double feature episode, first of many. Um, this next one that we got, it's a classic. Um. One of my favorite movies of all time. It didn't make my favorite movie list, but it is definitely one of my favorite of all time. It probably it's probably in my top ten, easily. Um, but my first time ever seeing this movie, I was ten years old. So, damn, I don't I don't even know I don't even know how old I was when I first saw it. Um, yeah, it's a monster joint. Uh-huh. Um, and it came out around the time like there there's some other movies that you could get kind of mixed in with them because it was a it was a bunch of them type of movies that come out around the same time. And they all and had the same people in same it. people. They were just yeah. mitch matching people. But yeah. um but it's one it's one of those ones, man, where it's it's mm, it's Inspired by true events, but yep. it's like it's also being told by a person. You never know if the story is fabricated and all this type mm-hmm. of shit. You got to shift some shit around. But it's it's one it's one of those movies, man, where you you really get to see the inner workings and the under the underground shit that happens in a place. Let's say that. And it's the story of love. It's a story of friendship. It's a story of deceit. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What love? I remember huh? one person. I remember one person being in love, and I remember one person can get another person to love them back. Exactly. That's love. <laughs> I, ain't say, I ain't say it was from both people. I said you know who the love coming from. You know what I'm saying? The other person didn't show the love. Well, no, I take that back. Now, that, that shows somebody they, in love. They both was in love. He was in love. Yes, with her. 
Yeah. She was in yep. love with somebody yep. else. Yep. See? Yep. Come on, man. Yep. You're right. So, you know what I'm saying? It's a story of love. It's a story of uh, loyalty, friendship, deceit. It's a story of, you know what I'm saying, um, uh, of just basically a very unruly time in American history. Um, and I just want, I just, you know what, I'm going to throw a tester out there because I wonder if people will even know what, what we're talking about if I give them this hint. I'm going to give them, this is the only time I'm going to ever do this. And I'm going to give y'all a hint. And I'm only doing this because, you know what I'm saying, I recently, you know what I'm saying, the homeboy Jay-Z, man, his birthday just passed. So in honor of Jay-Z, he said, it's too much flossing, too much Sam Rothstein. So if y'all can get it off of that, man. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations. Hit us up, man. Let one of us know on, on the Twitter, on the social medias, what the movie is going to be. And um, we have it out, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the week for y'all, man. But this next episode is going to be good. This one is, I don't even know if we go, I don't even think we should break the movie down. I think we should just strictly just talk about just the events, just the major events in the movie. Because that's, listen, that that was a that was a very that was a very different time in history. It was, it, it was that, that that's back when you could do shit certain ways. And yeah, it it, ch- it changed the place forever, and mm-hmm. they won't let these type motherfuckers do that type of shit anymore. All because At of all. what happened then. Yeah, for real, for real. So. You know what I'm saying? Y'all keep your ears open, man. Make sure you subscribe uh, to the podcast. That way um, you can get the update as soon as the episode drops, man. Um, But you can catch me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. Instagram, uh, Scoots Bronson underscore TV. Um, Right now, I got some things I'm working on YouTube, so I'm not going to get that out there because I want you guys to to know when when it's happening. But um, you can also check me out at 15 Minutes of Fame, the podcast, and you can also check me out at the Isolated Society podcast. Um, everywhere where podcasts are available. Um, if you'd like to listen to Isolated Society live, you can check me out at Spreaker.com slash Isolated Society. Uh, make sure you go to that VA Pod Watch Group on Facebook. Make sure you join that page. Uh, send your invites in. So we can add you guys in. We're trying to get that that listenership up. So, yeah, man, we need you guys on that Facebook group. Yes, sir, man. And uh, also check out the Stolen Time Podcast page on Facebook, Stolen Time Pod on Instagram, S.Foster8 on Instagram and Twitter. And please check out the 28 Minutes or Less podcast. I just dropped one. Um Subject matter was the industry. I I basically got into the uh, Dave Chappelle. I, I I don't even really want to call it a special um, when he did yeah. the thing Unforgiven, and uh, and I talked about the Tiana Taylor situation. So, oh man, yeah. So go That's check crazy. out that uh, twenty eight twenty uh, eighth episode of Twenty Eight Minutes or Less. So that's all I got, man. Sweet, man. So um, thank you guys for listening at Jojo, you know what I'm saying? We appreciate you guys. Make sure you share with a friend. Make sure if this is your first time listening, you subscribe. Um, Yeah, I think that's about it, man. And with that said, man, you know how they say in Hollywood, it's a wrap. Good.